It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. First, I'd like to thank each one of our listeners who have tuned in live today to this podcast and the ones that will be listening on other recorded podcasts. I am just so very grateful for each one of you. And you are all in for an exciting, exciting interview today, as I have with me my returning diva, Kate Nelligan, and she is going to talk about assisting entrepreneurs to grow their connections and brand. Oh my, are you guys in for some fantastic information today? Kate, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Sure. Yeah, my name is Kate Nelligan. I'm an equine partnered life and career coach and an animal communicator and healer. I mostly pair humans with horses and also goats in personal and professional development. And that looks like workshops, privates, retreats, uh, and also a certification program to help equine coaches with their career as well. Oh, wow. You, you are a very, very busy woman. That is incredible. Everything you're doing. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. You are so welcome. Well, as we chat about assisting entrepreneurs to grow their connections and brand, I was hearing that you are involved in a art of a horseman's fair, which sounded really intriguing to me. Could you tell us a little bit about that? And maybe then that's kind of how we go into how to assist entrepreneurs in this adventure that we're talking about today. Sure. So the Art of Horsemen is a virtual fair. It's actually held, I believe, four times a year. So the first one is today for those listening live, January 24th and 25th. And then it is coming back. Um, in a couple of months. So there's different dates. And what essentially it is, is it's 48 hours to watch like 160 presentations. I think there's over 70 hours of content. It's all the top names in the horse world that are teaching different things. Um, There's, there's different, what I'd call kind of classrooms or sections. I'm in the mind body spirit arena with the horses and I have a talk on animal communication and then I have another one on spiritual horsemanship sorry spiritual psychology and horsemanship and so there's uh, a lot of different presentations by a lot of different people you can watch it completely free and then if you feel inspired to own the lifetime access you can purchase that as well, so you'll always be able to watch them. But what I love about it is it's a great way to get to know different horse folks, to see who you resonate with, and to learn different things. I mean, there's great stuff on YouTube, but this is really in-depth, very specific content. Um, You can kind of read each theme and see which one you're called to and how you can apply it 
to your career or to your own horses, however um, you want to use the information, but there's so much there. Oh, wow. That sounds absolutely incredible. Well, if we have some listeners that would like to possibly get in on the next virtual fair and listen, is there a website that they can go to and uh, get connected with this? Yeah, and I love, like, their branding is really around uh, because of the horse and how our lives have been changed because of them. So I believe that's the website as well, because of the horse. And I have the link to sign up for the free access inside of the Awakening with Equine Facebook group, or people can even email me directly, um, consciousrockstar at gmail.com, or even on Instagram, and I'm happy to send the link. I'll have the link up on my Instagram as well in my link tree. So people can go right in. All you have to do is put your email in, and you can watch the content for the next 24 hours. And then it will remind you kind of when it renews, which is, I believe, April 29th and 30th is the next one. Um, So, yeah, it's a great thing to to be a part of. I feel like it's a great way to grow community. I'm realizing there's people I want to reach out and connect to that are also speakers. And it was really funny to cre- or fun to create some, like, exclusive content just for this fair that you can't really mm-hmm. get anywhere else from me, you know, so. Right, right. Oh, oh, that is just awesome. Well, that, that just really leads in because you mentioned, too, the connections and, like, you are wanting to reach out to some of the speakers. It is even helping you as a speaker to meet others to get other ideas and make connections. So... From what I am hearing, these are some good ways, like we were talking about, for entrepreneurs to grow their connections. You have just talked about this virtual fair. So are these some of the ways, speaking opportunities that you feel are good ways for them to grow their connections with others? Yeah, I really feel like there's an opportunity right now for us to focus more on community. And so much of us have, you know, for the last couple of years, there's been some isolation. And really, to, I, I really look at everything that we do as entrepreneurs, whether you're a writer or whether you're a horse trainer or whether you own a horse photography business. And this is obviously in, if you're in the horse world. But any real entrepreneur mm-hmm. right now, almost all of our business grows through word of mouth referral, which is really about our community and our tribe. I just launched the Awakening with Equines card deck through a GoFundMe campaign, and it really grew because of all of my connections and my community, my herd, but also the artist and her her outreach and her community. So I think what's so neat is to really to focus on growing that right now for this year. If you have, if you're listening, if you want to jot down, like, one or two intentions that you have to grow your own community. And maybe it is more heart-centered, like-minded followers in your own Facebook group or in your on a certain social media platform. But it is also like this opportunity to speak because when we speak, people get to know like, hey, what are we most excited about? What are we most passionate about? What do we consider ourselves mm-hmm. an expert in? And also, who else is speaking that we might be able to build 
a relationship with, right? As a colleague, mm-hmm. as um, a potential referral source, as a collaboration. And often when you speak in one place, you get invited to speak in others. So like I've done a, a couple podcasts lately with others in the horse world because everyone, you know, everyone is connected. Everyone knows each other. So it's really about growing trust and growing credibility and growing connection. Yes. Oh, yes. How true. Well, and I heard you say what you're passionate about. And I think that is something I feel that people really need to look into. Find out what they are passionate about. And then as you start, my experience is, as you start to follow that passion, you really start to connect with the you, the people in that community that have the same kind of passions as you do. Just like you being involved with the horses and the goats and what you're passionate about and how it has opened up so many doors from what I am seeing for you to have more opportunities in what you are very passionate about. Yeah, and a lot of what it is, it's knowing there's a lot of talk around niche in the world of marketing, but what I think of it is more is like specific interests right, clarity points around specific interests. So, for instance, if you were to take the goats, there's not a lot of people in the world doing assisted learning and, you know, growth, personal growth and and coaching with goats. But those that are want to talk to each other because we want to learn from each other. And those that are Mm -hmm. rescuing goats want to support each other. And those that are wanting to learn about goats. So you get then associated in the community as a goat person. And (laughs) then people are like, oh, I need to go learn from this person because they're teaching the best ways to work with goats. And so Mm -hmm. what I love is that that's a really specific kind of niche, right? Horses obviously can be much bigger. um, But then when you go into EAL, equine assisted learning, it can be niched. And then if you take equine assisted learning and you look at just it through a spiritual lens, then it's even more niche. But what's so neat is I, you know, one of my mistakes as an entrepreneur was in the past, I was trying to be all things to everyone. And because of that, it was like my community wasn't fully defined or clear. And now, even if it's smaller, it's much more engaged and much more connected because I really know who I resonate with, who resonates with me, who we can have, you know, conversations and immediately get it, open up, have deeper levels of authenticity. And, you know, we can support each other. And we don't have to kind of hide these parts of ourselves that maybe we thought were woo-woo in the past, right? Um, (laughs) Right. I see it the same with the animal communicators, too. Like, I follow Mm -hmm. and I'm friends with a lot of animal communicators because, A, I may need to pass on a client to them if I won't do lost animals or... I may need someone for my own animals because we kind of sometimes have our own blinders on with that. Or, you know, they might say, actually, Kate, we're doing a a whole summit around animals or we're doing a book like we just did with animal prints Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we need animal stories. So it really, what I love about that is you kind of really then start to form your tribe and you can network really well inside of that. And it kind of is like a family, right? But it's a chosen family rather than the one you were born into. Oh yes. Oh that is that is a great way to explain it to others on how the connections just keep growing on the different things like you said what resonates with you kind of what you're focusing with and I love the one about with your own animals cuz I've reached out to different ones when I've had 
some issues with my own animals because I know I'm it's it's hard for me when I'm so close to them to be able to know exactly I think I feel it but yet I'm like I need someone else to really look into it and see what it is and it's nice to have that community where you feel you can reach out to someone like that and it just it's kind of like a domino effect it just kind of starts bringing one thing into another and the connections are absolutely incredible it's kind of like through divas that care I through my podcast robust lifestyles all the wonderful awesome women I have met through that it's it's just been incredible the connections I have made and I just love it it just kind of all falls into that which is something I personally never thought I would be doing was speaking like this on a live live show but it just really has opened so many opportunities for me and so I can totally relate to what you're saying on how it really opens up your community and your tribe and I like how you said how you've started to focus in and certain things and people know what to contact you for and uh, that is really awesome too oh I just I love all of this these are such good tools for each one of our listeners to listen to on how to make connections and grow their community and tribe it's it's beautiful Kate (laughs) thanks and I think one other kind of like the specific tip is if you want to start speaking more to jot down places where you can go, whether it's in your local community or uh, virtually, obviously, podcasts, radio shows, that kind of thing. There's so mm-hmm. much now that we can do virtually. I mean, it can be as simple as I really want to teach a certain class on X and then putting going onto Zoom and creating a webinar invite or like a meeting invite Mm -hmm. webinar is a, Mm -hmm. an advanced platform, but having that and then sharing that with your community and having people sign up. I did that recently for a 2021 review, 2022 intentions. And I had like 45 signups really pretty quickly within a week of people who wanted to just jump on a class together and spend some time doing some work and I offered that one for free and I like to be able to give back in that way. Another great one is jumping on Facebook Live. I had such resistance to doing that because I was like, it's live and it's what if the technology doesn't work and what if no one watches or what if everyone's asking me questions that I, you know, distracted. And then I just kind of got over it and now it's fun. It's just getting on and and doing it. So Mm -hmm. what was it for you though, Joyce, when you were like, okay, I'm going to do this, if you essentially originally didn't really want to or didn't feel like you could, right, there might have been some Uh resistance for doing Mm -hmm. it. What got you over that hump Well, initially? Initially, Candace Gish was a very much my mentor and influencer telling me that I could do it. I had support from her. And I thought, okay, if she feels I can do it and I think it would be fun. I'm going to do it. So I, I kind, I got I, my first interviews were with uh, people that I knew because I thought, okay, I kind of know them. It'll be a whole lot easier doing it with a friend or someone I know. And then from there, I had so much fun that I'm like, this is great. Now I'm ready to move on and start doing people that I don't know and broaden what I like to do. And I've always, uh, animals are my true love in my life, so that's what I love to talk about. I love to interview other people too, but my total passion is with animals. I just I love animals. So 
and it just kind of grew from there. But yes, I would have to say that having Candace behind me and supporting me and believing in me was huge. That was what really helped get me started was having some a support like that. And maybe not everyone needs that, but it's what really helped push me to get me to do this. And I found a true passion that I love to do it. <laughs> awesome i love it how many how many how often are you talking to people too oh it kind of varies i mean sometimes it's two or three a week i mean i'm not new not multiple multiple ones i plan to grow more this year and expand out more i i take care of animals on my own farm so it limits my time some but I definitely want to expand out. But yes, every time I do it, I'm like, I just, I just have such a good energy feeling inside of me, and it's just, I love it. So, That's cool. but I would love to expand out, and I would like to tell out to the listeners if anyone would like to be on my robust lifestyles show, just connect with me through divasetcare.com, and I will definitely get with you, and I'd love to interview you. <laughs> So neat. What's so neat is like you've met so many people that you wouldn't mm-hmm. have probably met otherwise, right? From all right. over the world, most likely. Mm-hmm. And yes. there's so. Yes. I mean, one of the things that I I love lately is just like the willingness to put something out in the world, see who resonates, and then invite them to be part of. You know, we call it the herd because it's a horse herd, but the pack right. or the flock or however you want to call uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. There's you can really bring people in and have friendships formed for a long time, and I just love that. I think also there's a lot for especially women to really express their voice more as a way to to have greater empowerment and to know that what you want to share, even just your story, starting there mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. my story of how I got into equine assisted coaching and therapy is really interesting and and unique. And so, like, people's story or how you started to love animals and, you know, when that was, people need to share that because it inspires others. And then people have all been through trauma on different levels. So how we've been moving through that is another thing to share about or something that you yourself feel like you've grown some level of mastery in and you can help teach someone else. Um, there's so much there in being able to use our voice to share our stories. It's been around forever. We used to sit around campfires and, you know, if you look Mm -hmm. back ancestrally, that was a lot of, that was the way that you bonded. So I think I love these whole interviews, you know, places I got to refer a friend to you recently that you got to interview because her book came out. And so you just Mm -hmm. never know what what's possible when people are interviewing each other, sharing their stories, sharing uh, these different talks. And there's all different levels of talks, of course, too, but, like, it can be as simple to practice as grabbing your voice memo on your phone, recording into it, and putting it up on SoundCloud. So there's so much there, you know, to just get started, turning the Facebook Live thing on and just going for it, or as the goats would say, goat for it. You know, like it's... (laughs) It's just there for you. And I love the technology and how easy it is today to share our stories. And I think audio and visual is even more enhanced and will continue to grow more and more um, than even just the writing, when the writing, of course, is powerful too. So, Yes. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes, and technology has definitely helped us, especially 
during the last year, year and a half, with all the virtual that everyone has been able to do. Like I I'm, know you've done different virtual seminars and webinars and podcasts and just different things that uh, maybe 10 years ago, you would never thought that you'd be doing that, those kind of virtual activities like that. So I think that uh, technology has really helped us broaden it. And even like with me, I never dreamed I'd meet people from all over the world. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And you get them on the other end of the phone and it's like, you're right there. You're just talking on a conversation with them. So (laughs) technology has been very helpful. People sometimes are afraid of public speaking, and it's very different than, you know, standing in front of, on a stage in front of a huge audience. I remember, you know, the first time I did that, it was big, was TEDx, and then the second time was to a 1,000 people at a work conference. And I had to face my fear to get through some of those, even though I love public speaking. So I know some people who are like, I don't want to speak at all. However... Mm It's just realizing that a lot of what it is is sometimes even taking a conversation you would have with a friend, right, or a loved one that might Mm -hmm. be really interesting where you're getting into some cool conversations. The call I had right before this with a friend would have been interesting to, you know, if you put that live for people to kind of listen into because we delved into some really interesting topics and vulnerabilities. (laughs) But ultimately it's like being willing to just, share your your heart and your voice mm-hmm. and know mm-hmm. that it's not much different to do something like this, which you and I are doing, than it would be potentially if you were in your living room sharing with someone. It really is more just about how can you express yourself, but then even more importantly, how do you add value to the listener and to believe that you can add value, even if it's just from a couple tips, even if it's just from your energy, as you said, you get really excited Mm -hmm. after these calls, you know, so it's really, you know, it's about that. Yes. Oh, I totally agree so much. And just sharing from your heart. To me, that's what it's about. Just It's heart-centered. You just share about it. And I always say if our podcast can touch one person's life and give them some a tip or a tool that they were like, wow, I, I didn't realize that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. That was what it was all about, was being able to reach out like that and help someone. And you never know what tip or tool you leave that you will be able to touch someone's life in that way. So I love that thought, too. (laughs) Yeah, and I think I'm reminded with that about, like, when I did my TEDx and I didn't know exactly what to do it on at first, and then it evolved into talking about perfectionism. And then I was talking to a coach back at the time who said to me, you know, this talk really isn't about you at all. And even though it was my journey of overcoming perfectionism, and I actually, in preparing for the speech, got rid of a lot of my own perfectionism, I I realized, okay, what is the one thing that I want the listener to take away, the audience to take away? And, and my mom, even at the time, had said, if you could scream one message from the mountaintops, what would it be? And it was, you are enough. Mm-hmm. It's that message. Mm-hmm. And so I really brought that into my talk, and I really thought about if I'm the listener, how do I stay engaged with this conversation? What do I need to hear? What are some practical tips? How can I feel moved by other people's stories of releasing that kind of insatiable ego? And I had, you know, I remember I had a college student come up to me after, and I've since had posts on the YouTube uh, video of it where people have said, like, 
I'm really hard on myself. But in watching this, I realize I can give myself full permission to just let go. Like I'm at college and I'm putting all this pressure to get great grades, but I need to enjoy college too. Like I need to enjoy my social life and who I am and not make it just about straight A's. And, you know, whether that was programming from parents or teachers or elsewhere, to be less hard on herself because I work with a lot of women that are, you know, type A's and uh, recovering perfectionists. So, and mm-hmm. I'm one myself. Um, it is, it was really neat, you know, and this girl had tears in her eyes and she, and it happened to me again when I gave my speech about my why with the animals to that group of a thousand and someone came up crying and said, thank you, I really needed that. And you never know always who's like, like sometimes you get to meet those people who say, hey, your talk really helped me. And sometimes you don't. Right. But to know that you're right. going to have an impact is huge. Mm-hmm. It, you will have yes. an impact and there is a ripple effect to that impact. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Oh, that that is a great a great scenario that you just said on that. I love that story on how you touch someone's life like that and sometimes you will know you did and sometimes you will not know but that person knows that you did that needed to hear it that day and that yes you are enough and that is one thing about animals you're always they love you for who you are and not for who you think the perfectionist inside of you needs to be they love you for who you really are from your heart and to me that is that is so special about animals too. They, they just really focus in on that. <laughs> they do. And they reflect it so much. I had a client once who was like, came and said, okay, these are the four or five things not going well. And, and I, you know, I don't know like if people like me and that kind of stuff. Right. And there's a lot of people pleasing mm-hmm. that happens in the type a, and even yeah. if we, we don't realize it, and then, like, one of my goats just, like, sat down, plopped down, and, and and all of the goats came over to meet this person and to be touched and held and groomed and all of that. And I'm like, look at the animals are here giving to you, being with you, acknowledging you, seeing you, and you've done nothing to prove your worth to them at all. Right. You're just you. Right. And they are accepting mm-hmm. you full on. And, like, there's actually seeing that in real life because we don't always see that mirrored back to us from other people people are still learning unconditional love it's one of our big big soul lessons i think but Mm -hmm. the animals get it and they show it Mm -hmm. to you right away that i yeah you didn't need to earn me you didn't need to earn my approval it doesn't matter what your promote what your title is or how much you make or any of that mm-hmm. it's really just like hey is your energy open and trustworthy enough that i can be here with you you know and then to acknowledge that we can even that our energy is good and and that an animal is coming up and just being with us right and seeing like yeah, yeah i'm obviously doing something right maybe i need to focus on that <laughs> instead you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, how true that is. Yes, that that is beautiful because I'm thinking of my animals and I just, it is, they just love you. They don't care what else is going on in your world. They don't care what you have on or how bad your hair looks today. They love you. They love you from, like I said, they love you from the heart. And that's just how the animals are. And unconditional love is is beautiful. (laughs) 
And what I love well, about you mentioning that is you can bring that to your speaking. That's like a great mm-hmm. like takeaway is you can bring the energy of being an animal, which is I'm going to love my audience. Whether they mm-hmm. love me or not, it doesn't really matter. I've had people <laughs> comment on my voice. They didn't like my voice. That's people. That's their ego. But if you were like yeah. an animal when you spoke and you were just authentic and you loved your audience – it will go well, I promise you. And the other piece to know really quick, too, is that, honestly, people need speakers. So a lot mm-hmm. of the speaking opportunities I've gotten is because I reached out and I asked, hey, do you need a guest for your podcast? Or, hey, you know, yeah. um, you know, and, of course, stuff has come to me as well, which is wonderful, and I love that. But a lot of places, and even if they're like, oh, not right now, but actually my – calendar opens up for the second half of the year that just happened to me with a big podcast she's like i would like to do it second half of the year it's there so just reach out don't be shy don't be afraid everyone wants to build these connections as well and Mm -hmm. if it's a Mm -hmm. fit for you and your brand and your audience it's gonna it will happen and it might take a little bit of time but to just stay patient right oh yes oh definitely definitely well that was a great Great, another tip to leave. Do you have a final, another final tip you would like to leave with our <laughs> listeners today, Kate? We this has gone so fast. I just I, I loved know, every moment of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's it's like um, it's like the story in the Animal Prince book that is coming out through Divas That Care, and it is this whole lead with love, right? It's that it's that mm-hmm. story of, you know, that's what you want to lead your talks with, you want to lead your, lead your outreach with. People sense when we come from a place of lack or desperation. I remember when I ran my coaching business a little more from that place went, versus when I run it from a place of, like, full surrender. I just want to support who I'm meant to support. And it's okay if a client says yes or no to working with me. I really, mm-hmm. it's the same thing with booking speaking engagements or writing or anything like that. There's plenty of different places to share and there's plenty of different places to serve. So to not get too attached to any one outcome and to be in that more surrendered state, but to lead with love. The intention is to share your heart, as we said, and the intention is to share right. your message, your expertise, and to make the world a better place. That's really a lot of what oh. it is. Oh, yes. Oh, that was great. That was a great way to end it. Oh, I loved it, Kate. (laughs) Thank Thank you so much for being my guest again and sharing all these wonderful tools and tips with our listeners today. This was was just awesome. I loved it. (laughs) Thank you, as always, for having me. I look forward to being back next month, of course, too. Oh, definitely. You are so welcome, and I look forward to it also. And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to this absolutely amazing interview with our incredible diva, Kate Nelligan. Please, please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have a fantastic day. And remember, lead with your heart and make this world a better place. Give your animals a great big extra hug and share all your love with them because they love you too. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.